Greetings, people of the internet. My name is Big Mo, and it is my honor to welcome you to the hardest hitting, full of ranting, most entertaining show in the world. This is the Dave Van Aken Show! What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dave Van Auken Show. I'm Dave Van Auken, presented by Fight Bananas. Uh, August 11th, Thursday. This is podcast 120 for the DVA show. Man, 120. We're rolling through over 300 Fight Bananas podcast. I think we're around 550, 560. But I love it, guys. I love... 120th edition of the Dave Van Auken Show. All right, I'm going to get right into it, short and sweet, because we have two phenomenal guests. Cannot wait to get into this. Uh, two totally different interviews. We're going to put them together. That's what we do here. It's just we over-deliver. We undersell. Uh, it's just the fight bananas way, guys. First of all, we got Brian Battle, UFC star, welterweight, the ultimate fighter champion, 27 years young. Don't know how to lose under the UFC banner. Brian Battle talks about the head kick knockout. Her, her, his friend, uh, Taylor Starlin, my friend, talks about the Bare Knuckle FC championship two weeks away. A lot of stuff. He talks about the course, the callouts, what's next, his training camp. Great conversation. We go for 20, 25 minutes. Brian Battle, UFC welterweight. Uh, then we go across the pond. We talk with our guy, Chris Mixon. Chris Mixon's been a day one here with Fight Bananas and myself. We talk for like 15 minutes. We talk about the journey of, uh, you know, being a regional fighter in Florida. Uh, now literally fighting across the pond. He's fighting for Wales on ESPN Plus and for the PFL 7 playoffs. Huge show. ESPN Plus, PFL, 23 years young, undefeated. He don't know how to lose either. Uh, really big thing. Uh, Chris Mixon, welterweight in his own. Uh, very, very cool. We, we, we have a great conversation uh, with everything he's uh, going through about fighting across the pond and his training camp as well. So two uh, two interviews for one podcast, Brian Battle, the butcher, Brian Battle, and Chris Mixon uh, coming in next. But real quick, I got to address the elephant. Uh, so the podcast yesterday, I love my social media. I get The DMs are wide open, guys. Come in, slide in. Like it, dislike it, come get it. I love it. Uh, if you have any questions ever, slide into the DMs, ask away. We'll, uh, you know, I'll put them right here on the uh, show. But uh, so yesterday on the pod, episode 119, I talked about how I thought Sugar Sean O'Malley versus Peter Yan should be the co main event of UFC 280. I have a ton of disagreement. And with all your disagreement, I thought about it. I slept on it, right? Slept about. Uh, you know, maybe I was wrong. You know, you guys are saying some good things, but the more and more I slept on it and the more and more that you guys disagree, I got to say, I totally a hundred percent believe in my statement. Now I'm not going to change. I'm not going to, you know, fold to the pressure. Hey, that's what makes the world goes around. You guys agree on your side. I agree on my side. O'Malley and Jan is the bigger fight. I don't care if it's not for the championship. I do not care. It is the bigger fight than Aljamain Sterling and TJ Dillashaw. I'm going to double down on my hot take yesterday. O'Malley Yawn should be the co-main event. There you go. I said it. All right. Like I said, let's get into it. Brian Battle, take us away. 25 minutes. And then we got Chris Mixon on the back end, the anchor of the podcast. Guys, appreciate it. Five uh, stars. Make sure you, um, you know, come on. 
Give us the rating on Apple Podcasts. That means a lot to us. Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on the Fight Bananas. Fight Bananas official on IG. So much more, guys. I'm at Dave Van Auken. All right. The Butcher, Brian Battle. Take it away. What's up, guys? Dave Van Auken here, the Dave Van Auken Show, talking with someone I've been talking to for a little bit here, a little time in. Uh, one of the stars of UFC Vegas 59, Ultimate Fighter Season 29 winner, middleweight, now a welterweight, the butcher, Brian Battle. What's up, my guy? Oh, man, nothing much. You know what I'm saying? Just uh, living my best life, you know what I'm saying, while I can. I love oh. it. I love yeah, the last it. couple of days have been crazy, but, you know, yeah, I'm just so thankful for everything how everything's going man yeah yeah uh have you slept a little bit you got a little sleep in the last 80 hours um like honestly uh last night was the first night like i think i got like a full night of sleep like everything is yeah after the fight we didn't sleep you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know <laughs> coming back um yeah it's it's been uh yeah no it's been it's been it's like kept on going you know what i'm saying you know normally you get back home and things kind of and it will settle down, but yeah, things are, you know, talking to a lot of people, a lot of people want to say, Hey, which is like a good problem to have, you know, oh, but the funny thing is I got so much on you so much. Um, but the funny thing is, you know, personally, right. So we were in, we had a family vacation. We went to Boone, yeah. North Carolina, got away for a little bit. It was awesome. On the way back, we saw our, our girl Taylor Starlin. We'll get, get into her in a second, but more importantly, we got into Keith. Keith just flew in. He said he wanted to see me. The family were at Modern Warrior. So I saw Keith, talked to him for five, 10 minutes. It was awesome. And, you know, he told me just about the weekend, how, how you guys had a great time. And, dude, yeah. I always say about it, Brian, you know this, the locker room's a real thing. Um, Like that, the mojo and the positivity and all that. But one thing he said to me is like, Dave, I, I, I shit you not, we practiced that one-two kick combo. Like we kept practicing that kick that we thought that would actually seriously hit. Um, How does it feel to all that hard work, a ton of years, but at least for this camp and that kick did hit, knocks him out. It's a highlight. You know, you're on ESPN, my man. You're on ESPN. You're everywhere. Yeah, man. Well, um, it's crazy because, um, you know, I've always felt like, um, you know, even going back to my amateur days, you know, there's things you see when you're watching people fight and you're like, oh, okay, you know, I could, I could take advantage of that. And then like the actual fight happens and you still see those things. It's just like a matter of like taking advantage of it, you know, having the confidence to like actually let it fly, you know, when, when the opportunity shows itself. And yeah, it's something we just, we drilled ad nauseum. Um, and, and it's funny cause we drilled that, but we also drilled uh, combinations off of the head kick, you know, yeah. different setups for the head kick. You know what I'm saying? We drilled so, so much stuff, but uh, the first right hand I threw, I saw him lean off a little bit and I was like, I was like, well, that doesn't seem like that would be a good idea. And so I was like, all right, next right hand I throw, I'm throwing the kick behind it. And it's just like, um, you know, it just, it is what it is. And I think, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm stronger and faster now. My technique's a little bit better, but my range is also a little bit better. So a lot of times, you know, I've been kicking people in the head, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I, yeah, I got to yeah. kick some people in the head, like every fight for like the past five fights, but it was just, um, the little bit, you know, extra focus, you know, to detail and intention, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't about just kicking them in the head. It was about, you know, kicking them in the head and knocking the motherfucker out. So 
Um, yeah, man. No, it was it was pretty surreal. Like that happened. I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. You know what I mean? So yeah, things never go the way you anticipate them. So in a know. fight, they never go the way you practice. You know what I mean? In never. a fight, nothing happens. It's never. you know, also never. you break your foot the, the first 10 seconds, or you sprain an ankle, you can't throw the kick, you know, it's a fight and crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing, Brian. So, you know, like I said, we've been talking for a minute, right? So, we've been talking multiple years. Do you think three years ago, the Brian battle, would you have seen, like, for you to say that, you just tell me that you said you're like, oh, I threw the right and you saw him come off of that a little bit. Do you think you would have saw that three years ago? And if you had, do you think now, like you said, you are just a quicker, meaner son of a bitch, you are, you can get that kick and make something happen there to it? Or are you saying like, dude, I'm seeing things I wouldn't have seen three years ago. And that's why at 27 years young, you're a dangerous motherfucker. Yeah. I, I mean, if I'm being honest, I'm, th- I'm seeing things I wasn't seeing six months ago. You know what I mean? Ooh, like, wow. It's like, uh, it, 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 like, um, the amount of, investment that i'm able to like put into training now because now this is like you know now i'm doing privates and stuff like you know what i'm saying like i always did and i say this all the time i did the most with what i had you know what i'm saying i did the best with what i could but it's like now it's like all right now i got a little bit more money now i have a little bit more resources now i have a little bit more time you know what i'm saying i can i can pay people for private so i can drill things and focus on details you know what i'm saying like i can go do uh boxing now and you know work on my base and my balance and you know delivering the energy through punches and strikes and stuff like that you know what i'm saying i can go and uh you know i have the time and you know uh resources to do privates with keith and work on like a bunch of combinations and stuff like that you know um and then it's it's great too because yeah kind of like you said with the locker room i mean it was such a you know, Keith is like a big brother to me. Um, and, you know, you know, he always wants to add, but he's not trying to step on anyone's toes. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, me and Tom at Carolina Combat, we had um, a game plan. And, you know, fortunately, Keith is kind of like a similar, uh, similar conceptually to Tom, you know what I'm saying? So there's already, already like pretty much on the same page, but, um, you know, for for everyone to be going into that fight you know like they were all talking to each other like you know the boxing guy was talking to tom keith was talking to tom you know they go to charge jiu-jitsu and he's talking to tom like everyone's talking to each other everyone's like uh you know tom's kind of like the head of everything so you know um fucking it was just like super smooth and super concise i was i think that was also part of it um was coming into this fight I knew exactly what stuff I wanted to do and um, there wasn't any kind of like confusion or like, Oh, maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do that. It's like, no, this is, this is how I'm going to do things. This is what I'm going to do. This, this stuff works. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I kind of went, I kind of went on there for a second, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my, um, now the funny thing is I never talked to you about this haven't asked you this one yet uh, you know like those old cartoons there's like a devil on one side of the shoulder and there's that angel on the other side of the shoulder who was that angel on that side of the shoulder to say hey Brian uh, let's go to 170 let's go welterweight when did this come to be I you know you like I said man I read you know the poop bear is dead uh, you know what I mean like I saw you say that a couple times the poop bear is dead 
you look amazing. You have been looking amazing. Me and Taylor talk all the time. We talk about you all the time and just like how you're leveling up, not even inside the octagon, but of course, outside the octagon, you look like a, this is beyond, you look like another different beast right now. You look insane. You look great. Um, what was that angel to say? Hey, Brian, let's, let's try 170. Let's, let's, let's do that. Man, it, honestly, I think that was like the, the demon on my shoulder. That I said. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was like the demon on my shoulder. It was like, yo, let's fuck shit up, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but uh, no, I mean, it was really like, there's something to me, I think cutting weight is like a spiritual process. You know what I'm saying? That gets you ready for, you know, there's no other reason you would cut weight at least for me, other than I'm getting prepared for war. You know, there's like some suffering and then you get through the suffering and you're like, all right, I'm suffering for a reason, but you know, there's a whole, to me, mental, spiritual aspect to cutting weight. And so when I fought Trey, that was like the first fight camp where I was all in, in the fight camp. I didn't have to work a job. You know what I'm saying? I was just training. And, um, that was the first fight. I never really had to cut weight. You know what I'm saying? For the tough finale, I had to cut 15, 20 pounds uh, a couple days before the fight. With Trey, I had to go put on some sweats, go into a hot room and grapple for half an hour. And then I just woke up on weight. You know, it was just, wow. you know, on one hand, it was nice, but it was weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it felt like I was, um, I was cheating. Cheating the system or something? Like, was- yeah, yeah. It felt like I was cheating, you know? Um, and so after that fight, I, was like okay i need to get bigger you know what i'm saying i was like this is a good opportunity i can get bigger i can get stronger i can get faster more athletic overall and so i started doing athletic training like more athletic training started like um really like taking in the protein and whatever you know um and like i got stronger which i wanted to i got faster which i wanted to but then i was like losing weight too it's like my body was just getting rid of anything it didn't need you know so um yeah after a couple of weeks, I was like, "Dang, man, I think I can make welterweight." Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I, like, I was saying, I was like, I was like, I'm walking around 195 right now. You know, it's like this doesn't like. And so I, I just did a test cut. Um, it went well, and then I messaged my manager. I was like, "Yo, we're welterweights now. Like, let them know. Let uh, let Sean Shelby know. You know, I'm um, coming to pick on uh, all these little dudes at welterweight." <laughs> Let's just be honest. There's a champ there at Walter White, pretty good. Uh, Kamar yeah. Usman, and he just did that picture with uh, Jan Blakovich. Like, he keeps on, you know, throwing out those rumors. Hey, I want to go to light heavyweight. I want to see what I want to do because he doesn't want to fight Izzy. And he, <laughs> Usman looks like a light heavyweight. Him versus Jan, they, they they didn't look too far off. So, you know, at the end of the tunnel where you kind of might have to be. So, I, I think it's a brilliant move by you, especially like you're saying that you can make it um, – Hey, one in, one out, right? Like uh, that, that was, I think, probably your best performance of your career at welterweight. So I uh, love it. Let's jump on it. Uh, you know, you probably answered this question five times, and but, you know, I got to ask it. Yeah. Ultimate fighter champion, like how yeah. cool and unique and ironic, all those, you know, uh, adjectives, right, to fight kind of a year later with Juliana and Usman fighting to win the ultimate fighters, and you're fighting on the card. How cool was that? Like it just, it felt like, you know, just very full circle. It's like now yeah. you're a star from the show. It felt full circle to me. No, nah, it was it was uh it was really cool. You know, um, you know, I was like tough isn't like uh what it used to be, which um, you know, it would 
we make it cool. Like, I don't even think uh, Juliana Miller knew who I was when I first saw I think we rolled up on each other in the, the checkout, and I was like, yo, good job. Like, because I, I've been watching the show, you know what I'm saying? I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, That's my girl, too. Juju's my girl. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, good job. And she was just, like, looking at me like, thank you, <laughs> whoever you are. <laughs> but, um, no, it was it was awesome, you know. Um and that's that's the only way I would have been okay with being on the prelims. I was all right, this is a tough finale. Okay, I'll be on the prelims for this. But um seeing those guys do their thing and then that whole card was just magical, man. You know what oh. I'm saying? Like, uh no judges it, needed. No judges no, needed. No judges needed, you know what I'm saying? And it's funny, I Jamal Hill, I ran into him uh before. I was talking to him and Terrence McKinney just like at the at the casino and he was saying, I don't know if he meant it, but he was saying, he was like, man, you know, we got a lot of good people on this card. This card could be special. You know what I'm saying? He's like, all we got to do is go out there and perform. And then right. needless to say, it was like everybody, everybody went out and performed. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. so yeah, no, the whole card top to bottom was great. I met a lot of really great people. Um, you know, it was just, it was just like, it was like a magical weekend, you know what I'm saying? I can't, like, the, from the fight to, like, leading up to the fight to, you know, post-fight, you know, it's just, um, the energy was just different. Yeah, yeah. It's, it showed. It showed, like I said, beforehand, even afterhand. I saw a picture on socials, fan favorites. You got all your shirts off. You're at the pool, all that. Um, Got another question, fun, very personal to us. One thing you did even kind of under the Fight Bananas banner sometimes back in the day, and then you did it with someone else, like, used to do like the betting shows and stuff of that nature. I remember that. I, I was so intrigued. I always, I thought, I always loved your insight and, and your takes and like how much, you know, time and effort you really put into it. Going forward, one, you know, do you still kind of do that? I know you don't do the show anymore, but do you still watch everything, still kind of compute everything? And then two with that, is that something you would love to do in the future? Would you love to get your own show? Even if it's a, if it's a pick or a betting show, or even just a, you know, ride with Brian Battle, something just to you got such a great personality and you can, you know, you communicate so well with others. It feels like, you know, sooner or later, you know, uh, battle tested something. We, we, we got names coming up and names right now, but uh, would you want to do that in the future? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it, because, you know, fighting isn't a career, it's an opportunity, right? Um, yeah. so, so you kind of have to, you know, nail something down while you got some, uh, got something going on. Uh, and yeah, it is definitely like, um, I remember I was really into it, uh, like right up until the baby was born. And then I, the, at the time I was like, it was frustrating because I couldn't actually put as much effort into it as I wanted to. And it was like, that's one of those things where it's like, I can't, I don't like doing things if I'm not doing it well, you know, it was like, uh, yeah. and, uh, and so it was like, you know, I'm kind of like having to piggyback off of, you know what I'm saying? Off yeah. of other people. I'm like, you know what? I, this is because I did. I really enjoyed it. It was like a lot of fun. But I was like, man, I got to fucking get to a better place to where I can really uh, do this for real and not just like, um, uh, you know, show you can't up. Fake any, you can't fake it. You know, like he's, yeah. especially you, you, if you're not winning, if you ain't if you ain't 100 percent at it, it's just why, why, why give it time and yeah. energy and effort if you're not going to give it 100? I, I got you. I got you. But um, but hell yeah, no, dude. I, eventually, it's like I got to. You know what I'm saying? It's me and my buddy, we were talking about that last night. Like uh, different things, you know. Because oh man, 
<laughs> it's like you just got to find your lane you know what i'm saying and yeah. there's so many uh lanes yeah it's like there's like regular shit i wouldn't mind talking about like uh <laughs> you know fighting stuff yeah no, i love uh you know i, I heard i i heard a baby rumor about uh maybe you and a killer bee eating food and talking about it. i heard that a little while ago it, it, that's been that's been talked about we'll see if that if yeah. anything of fruition comes to that i mean that's been talked about and that would be see that'd be something because that's just like you just show up yeah. <laughs> eat some talk shit you know what i'm saying <laughs> but um you know we'll see we'll see i mean at this point fuck man I'm, I'm open you know hopefully opportunities keep on opening and you know um you know i'll be able to just take advantage of everything you know what i'm saying to the utmost you know pick the right things as little wrong things as possible you know what i mean try to out on all this two more things for you my guy appreciate your time talking with brian battle ultimate fighter 29 champion uh undefeated under the ufc banner now welterweight two last things one let's talk about a taylor starlin a couple weeks from now albuquerque new mexico fighting christine Thierry for the uh bare knuckle fc feather i mean yeah flyweight champion yeah. i know you've been spending a lot of time and keith and taylor training I can't wait, man. I got goosebumps. I'm flying to Albuquerque the Thursday before. Uh, if you can make it, it'll be amazing. I hope you are. Uh, I can't wait for that fight. Tell me about Taylor and Albuquerque and all that. Man, dude, Taylor looks fantastic right now. Like she's one, of, like, um, like obviously our transformations are a little bit different because she was never fat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Taylor was never. She was always skinny, but she, you know, if you look at an old picture, you know, yeah, you're like, you. like, who is that girl? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, no tattoos, no muscle, you know what I'm saying? She's yeah, just, yeah. just happy blonde girl, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, now she looks like an absolute savage, you know what I'm saying? I, I think um, a lot of people are, it's one of those things where because she's like an attractive lady, like people are kind of being like, ah. And, you know, um, like you're saying that Fiera is not attractive. Listen, to each their own. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I hey, you know, I'm a, a beautiful lady. <laughs> <laughs> My God, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Like back when yeah. what you're saying about Taylor, yeah, yeah, yeah. like. Oh, you know, like I said, you know how long Taylor and I go back. Like she was, she was like a string bean, very, very clean, very, just very thin doing the boxing thing and stuff and kickboxing. Now she's got, you know, she's got a 12 pack. She's got shoulders. She's got everything going on. I can't wait for the fight. Like I can't wait for the fight. I, I think she even knows it too. And, you know, I, I talked to Christine multiple times. Absolutely respect the fighter, respect the person. Uh, she's going to bring it. It's going to be a fight. I don't think it's going to stop within a minute or a round. I think we're going to see a five-round fight. Uh, I do think we're going to see a new champion. I'm all in on Taylor's side. It is what it is, but I can't wait. Cannot wait for that fight. I really like the the amount of work Taylor's been putting in, you know. Um, yeah, it's, you know, she has the chance to put on a magical performance herself, you know what I'm saying, and really – um shock a lot of people and really like be like hey hey i'm more than just you know uh a pretty social media uh you know personality you know what i'm saying i'm i'm, I'm the real deal you know what i'm saying i'm gonna fuck you up you know what i'm saying and uh you know i i do i mean we'll see you know what i'm saying i have not talked to christine but just like from seeing some things i feel like she thinks that uh uh 
she is going to kind of big sister Taylor a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like bigger, meaner, older, more experienced. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. I mean, they're fighting at the same weight. Taylor looks like a fucking tank right now. You know what I mean? She's hitting hard right now. Her endurance is like ridiculous. So we'll see. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty calm. You know what? I just got a nice paycheck. I might go look at the gambling lines. Is Taylor an underdog on this one? She is an underdog, my man. <laughs> she is. Oh, I, I, to, I think I need to cash out on that. You know what I'm cash saying? Cash out people, on that. People, oh, people been making money on me. It, it's time for me to make some money on one of my friends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been hearing that. I've been hearing that. It's funny, too. It doesn't be a, not the last thing, but funny. So we have a betting show on your uh, Fight Bananas. We call Ben and Bananas. And uh, one of my uh, analysts, co host L Wagman, undefeated fighter herself, brilliant mind. And yeah. she like she's like, hey, Sato's been around the block and like battle hasn't been tested and all this stuff and all this. And she's like, I think I'm leaning Sato. I'm like, you can do that, but you're going <laughs> to lose out on that. And also like yeah. <laughs> what I said to her, like what I I like how you always find a way to win. If it's, I'm, you know, the first round was maybe a little tough with you and Gore, maybe got your eye a little bit, but you found a way to win that fight. The ultimate fighter finale, this fight, like I just I like what I see out of you inside that octagon. She's like, like you just are going to find a way to win this fight one way or another. So I, I love that about you. Last, last thing, last thing, yeah. you know, you had a couple of call outs names and uh, some big names, some highlight names, all of that nature. We're not going to get into eyes or whys right now, but one thing, wanna, <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> one thing I do want to get into, I, you, you called out a couple big names, right? You called out a couple flashy names, usually on the A side, right? And you yeah. know, the fight game, I know, you know, it well, I, I'm intrigued what UFC is going to do with you with that is, is they're going to give you that side and and then you're going to try to upset one of these guys. I, or me personally, Brian, I would love to see you on the A side. You know what I'm saying? See you at UFC 281 and someone coming up to you a little bit, trying to give you that rocket launch, that fluid, that O'Malley got or Ian Gary got just throwing it out there. Just to, what do you think of that take? Or you're like, nah, Dave, come on. I want one of these big names. I want it now. Um, this is what I always say, you know what I'm saying? We're prize fighters, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, this is this how I get paid, you know what I mean? If they want to give me somebody um, who's a little bit lesser known, you know what I'm saying? Um, somebody who, uh, you know, yeah, like I come in as the A side, you know, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I'm training the same way regardless, you know what I'm saying? No matter, yeah. I'm training the same way. Uh, but as far as, you know how it is, post-fight, you know what I'm saying? No one cares if you call out somebody who no one knows who they are. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta, you gotta be bold. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, uh, you can't just make a statement with the fight. You gotta make a statement with your words too. You know what I mean? So, uh, and plus, this is something, something about Ian Gary just irks me, man. You know what I'm saying? Something about that dude just bothers me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I gotta, someone's gotta whoop his ass, and I want it to be me. You know what I'm saying? Like someone's gonna do it, and I want to be the first person to do it. You know what I mean? While it's still you know but um i mean yeah at the end of the day uh it's all a matter of time you know what i'm saying you keep on winning the big fights come so true 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 yeah uh you know like like sugar sean said you know what i'm saying if they want to pay me uh if i'm going to get paid the same to fight you know top 15 person as i am going to get paid to fight someone who's not in the top 15 then you know then it's okay you know what i'm saying uh but you know i want to run up my record right. as much as I can so I can have as much leverage 
by the time it's time to sign my next contract too. So, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. There's like a million different ways to think about this and, um, but. And, and and a million different ways and 900,000 of them are the right one. You know what I mean? You never know. You the A side, B side, hey, just UFC, put an extra zero on my man's contract. And then Back. three fights from now, another zero on that. And we're talking, Come you on. know what I mean? We're talking. Come on now. Come on now. I'm saying, you know what I mean? <laughs> man, Brian Battle, the butcher, undefeated under the UFC banner, the ultimate fighter 29 season. And now welterweight, my guy, been talking with him for a long time. Last little thing, Dominic Cruz or Cheeto Marlon Vera coming up in a couple of days, San Diego. Who wins? Uh, I got Cheeto in this one. You know what I'm saying? I think he's hot. I think Dominic is going to win probably the first two rounds. I think he's going to dance on him. Wow, okay. Uh, he's going to... It, I think it'll be really similar to uh, Cheeto's last fight where Dominic's kind of like touching him up and just, you know, dancing around, touching him up. And then once Cheeto gets a read uh, on his range and where to it's find violent, violent it, quick. Yeah, it's going to be big shots. So that should be a pretty fun fight. Um, but yeah, I think Cheeto, Cheeto gets it done, starts taking things over later. The longer the fight goes, the more Cheeto's going to take over. I like world. that. I like that. Brian Battles got Cheeto, uh, Marlon Vera in the main event. Hopefully we see Brian back in the octagon late 2022. My guy, yeah. have a great fall. Uh, man, talk to you soon. Hopefully we'll see you in Albuquerque, all right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Appreciate you. All right. Yeah, we good one. What's up, guys? Dave Van Auken here, Dave Van Auken Show. Here once again, I've been talking with this guy for years and on years on amateur shows and professional shows in Daytona Beach and Orlando. Now I'm talking to you from across the pond, Chris Mixon. Chris, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be uh, having an opportunity to be on the show and talk about something great again. Crazy, crazy. I, it's even when you started, I didn't know I was going to go here with it, but I will. You know, I remember Breakthrough MMA in Daytona Beach, Florida at the Ocean Center. Not the big Ocean Center, a little ballroom on the side, a little small one. Now yeah. you're you're a fight in Wales and all that. Did you ever think that, honestly, deep down inside, did you think you were going to get to this spot one day? Or, or it's like, hey, you were just in the motion. You got to, in that moment, you have to be tunnel vision or you'll get knocked out in Daytona. You know what I mean? Like you got to do one step at a time. But it's amazing where you're at right now in 2022. Uh, I would say, without a doubt, I was completely delusional when I first started. And I thought I was, you know, the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, I, th I thought I was so good as an Amy guy. And, and But I feel like I feel like that's necessary to get to the yeah. higher, highest levels yeah. is because uh, you, you need that self-belief. Because you, if you're just a uber realist, then you start out as an amateur and you're like, ah. Uh, I'm not that great, but whatever. It's like, no, man, you have to, you have to believe in yourself to a certain extent, but you know, as time goes on and you, you get a more uh, understandable outlook, I feel like it, it's only natural to, to formulate a more realistic plan. But I would say, yeah, I mean, I thought I'd be world champion in like two years when I had like my first amateur fight, you know, like, yeah. like I, I was definitely on some stuff. <laughs> soon. Hey, 2023 is around the corner. We'll get to that question soon. Um, <laughs> but in kind of the, the same area. So, like I said, you fought a lot in Orlando, Florida with a couple, you know, regional promotions. And then, you know, I know you did something in the panhandle with people that you know and people that you have uh, familiarity with. 
and then even your Challenger Series fights in Orlando, Florida, kind of in your backyard. You're even kind of fighting a new teammate. It's kind of everything is kind of easy. This you're flying across the pond. Uh, the it's the fight hotel. It's a fight week. They're taping you, taping. You're like Michael Jordan walking into the hotel. They're recording <laughs> you, just like all of that. Like it, this is a this is a big one. Like this is the big main yeah. card. How's it feel to be you know professional prepared? Like this is it. This is as yeah. as big as it gets. Um, I thought. You know, I, I guess I didn't really think about it, but but retrospectively, I would say I would think it would have affected me more. But it's just, I mean, John's here and he's you know doing John thing. My coach John Radford is here, and we're doing uh, he's doing John things, and and, and it's kind of it kept me it keeps me grounded. And, and you know, thankfully, I've I've been to Europe before and and what have you. But uh, I mean, it was definitely weird them filming off off the bus. I think because you know, like Rory McDonald's on that bus, and they're like, no, let's get this guy. But uh. I think honestly, it was just because I was the first one up in the hotel. But, but uh, no, man, uh, I definitely, I'm definitely comfortable, man. I'm, I'm in my element. You know, this is fight week, and and I'm just having a good time. Absolutely. Um, there you go. You you made the transition easy for me. You mentioned the guy John Raffer. We both know and love dearly. Uh, your dad is with you. Uh, how how important? How vital is it to have? just, you know, strong as Oak, uh, you know, people behind you, loved ones yeah. behind you that have your back, um, you yeah. know, life's hard, uh, you know, shit gets crazy and you have a great support system. What does that mean to yeah. you personally to have well, them with you? Actually, I have, I have a little tangent for, for that. Um, well, yeah, my, my father, he, he flew out here, you know, he, he's, uh, of course trying to make it sound like he's, Oh, I just wanted to go to Wales, whatever, you know, but, um, yeah, and John's here, so you know, and he's he's like a brother from another mother for me, and and I know my my brother's gonna be watching, and my sister's gonna be watching, and you know, I have such such a huge support system. But uh, funny enough, uh, when I was, we were down in the the lobby, and one of the guys, because you know, with the with the crisis in Ukraine, and, and you know, my my blood and everything, uh, we actually there's he the guy said there's gonna be a couple hundred Ukrainians that are staying in hotels that that all got excited, you know, that that someone who represents someone who represents the old countries is you know uh on this stage so he said some dude bought like 30 tickets himself some ukrainian guys bringing a bunch of people which you know i'm, I'm just blessed to be uh to be a part of that you know that's amazing that's amazing that's awesome like you yeah. said uh it's the little things right there's a fight yeah. week is hard and just coming out and you know hey if you get a great ovation maybe that just you know gets you a little bit that little extra energy a little extra juice you might need a uh, big fight let's kind of get into the fight they're gonna lock that cage you know chris all this is fun this is a great talk the city, you, you know, you told me off air is amazing and beautiful. We can get to that in a second. But, you know, Friday night, the cage door locks and you guys are going to fight, fist fight, kicking. You know, how are you feeling? I know you're at uh, you're at Elevate over there in Colorado the last couple of weeks. How are you feeling just mentally, physically, your body training? Where do you think you're at right now? I mean, I, I think I'm at my best. Like, I, I, And I feel like I say that every single time that, that we have this discussion. But um, that's just a, a testament to, to our, our style of work. And and my ability to train at you know cross train at elevation with with you know I was training in proximity of Kamaru Usman when he's training for Leon Edwards I'm training with Neil Magny and you know a bunch of super super good guys that are extremely talented extremely extremely skilled and also willing to to exchange information and and I feel like you know every single time we do this I I get I get better and better and better and and that is that's always my hope is just showcase that that my skills and, and my ability on the highest stage possible. So, so that's exactly what's happening. You're fighting on the, it's the welterweight playoffs. It's the final four. If you want to say they have the season tournament type of format. And last week, Madison Square Garden, Mercier talked about, and Stevie Ray talked about how hard this tournament is. It's, it's incredible. Mixed martial arts. A lot of fighters don't fight three, four 
times in a year. A lot of guys just fight once now. And not even that, they kind of, they cut off the beginning of the year and almost at the end of the year, you kind of fight four times in six months, the weight cuts, the injuries going in and out of fights. So everything works out, you know, the next couple of days. And then next year, if you're in this tournament, how, you know, being prepared, you're being around it, how are you preparing yourself mentally and physically to be in the 2023 season for the welterweights next year? Um, I still feel like I have a ways to go to get, okay. to get the, the, the tournament for sure. Um, I'd love to get another developmental contract is, is uh, some I was talking about some of the guys back there. Cause you know, this fight, you know, gets through it. That's four fights. I think that they, you know, might only do, I'm dead. I won't be able to fight next week. I mean, that's already yeah. ironed up. I mean, as much as I, as much as you know me, as much, as much as I love that, that's yeah. just, you know, not realistic, but uh, you know, so maybe, so what's that's two fights this year uh, that put me at four, four professional MMA fights. Uh, you know, and, and I don't think that's the kind of people they're trying to be throwing into the season. But uh, if we could get this next year and I have a better outlook and, and, and a, uh, a better understanding of um, the process for, for getting a fight in BFL, you know, yeah. so I'm not sitting there, you know, month to month. We, like we, we discussed this, you know, a hundred times where, uh, you know, I was talking about, oh, when you're fighting, when you're fighting, it's like, I don't know, you know, I don't yeah. know. But yeah. um, I think I have a better understanding of that now. And I think uh, especially if I go out and, and do what, what I do and, and showcase my abilities, they'll want me back. So yeah. I'd love to have I'd love to to re up on like a developmental deal with them um, next year because I think mine ends at the uh, annual uh, the year from when I got it which would be twenty fifth I believe okay. so I'd love to, I'd love to do that and work my way up you know maybe maybe get get more fights next year because this would be my second fight this year and like I said you, you know me you know yep. the, the old amateur you, days you want five every month you know sure. yeah at least bro I was fighting every yeah. month in, in the amateur days boxing MMA boxing MMA, yeah, back yeah. And forth. so. You know, that's always the thing I want to do, but, you know, maybe get like up to 10 fights or thereabouts. And, and then we start having that serious discussion about about that season. Sure. And, and I think I stacked up well with some of these guys, man, like um, especially like the guys competing. Uh, like we were, I, I ran into Delano Taylor, who was on the Challenger Series with me when we were uh, in the workout room. And, and we were talking where like our Challenger Series uh, week two alumni is by Huge. far the most decorated. Huge. Yeah. I, I mean. Every, you know, three of them ended up fighting in the season. You know, all of, I think every single one of them got wins. Carlos Leal is now in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, because uh, also Lawi beat a guy uh, in April or May and Delano Taylor also. I think yep. three of those guys that, that fought in that Challenger Series with me all fought in the same night and all won again. Mm-hmm. And, and our Challenger Series, everybody across the board got finishes. And, you know, I'm trying to keep that streak going. And, and, and you know, really kind of just showcase, you know, not only – the guys at the tippy top are are the best, you know, because there's so many people like, especially nowadays, we have divisions so stacked, you know, so stacked and so many, so many talented people that just don't have the recognition yet. And the yeah. PFO is, is an awesome platform for me to get that recognition. That's for sure. Two last things, Chris Mixon uh, over here, Friday ESPN plus uh, it's pretty crazy to say. Um, talking about the, you know, kind of, Liao's in the tournament. Uh, I watched him live in Arlington. He, he defeated Ray Cooper, and Liao just bounced off the off the screen to me, and it was awesome. Like you said, Taylor's doing his things. Does it give you any? Is it like I feel it's both either way? Does it give you more pressure? It's like wow, these boys are doing it. I got to keep up with them. Or the other way is like, dude, I I fought the same night and I won and I got the contract and you looked really good on your challenger series. Does it give you almost more confidence? It's like, wow, these guys are getting big time. Liao defeated Ray Cooper, who won a million dollars last year, and you were on the same show. And let's just be honest, they did choose you over Liao. 
and I have nothing but respect and uh, much love and uh, admiration for him, but they did choose you. So it's uh, it, it's pretty wild to me. To me, as a someone in your shoes, it would give me confidence. Like, wow, I can do this. Like, I, I'm ready to roll on Friday night. Um, I wouldn't say that I have the same outlook. Uh, I don't think it. Actually, probably before we we talked about it, I don't think I, or even when me and uh, Delano Taylor talked about, it, I don't think I had never really thought of that, you know, as as a, as a pin in my uh, you know my shirt or anything. But um, yeah, um, ultimately, you know, I'm fighting a skilled guy. Yeah, and, yeah, and you know he's tough and he's good and and, and you know he's he's got wins and, and he's he's well ranked in Europe and uh, you know I definitely have some disadvantages into the fight you know but you know it's it's one of those things where I just I think I think I have the, I have the potential to be to be one of the best if not the best you know at some point I'm 23 years old and and it's only up from here regardless you know right. so if I go out there and I and I put on a performance like I know I should and I know I can, you know, Lord forbid something happens, then then then, then I'll be proven right, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that's just the self-belief that you, that you have to have. But it's also, it's not forced. Like, I, I'm not I'm not believing in myself because I wake up every morning and say it 10 times. You know, I, I, get, in, I get in the gym and I train hard. You know, yeah, I train yeah. hard. I train with really good guys. I got a really good team behind me. And as we discussed it, a very, very awesome support system. So it, it's, it's not the talk or the semantics or the, or the math that gets me excited it's you know it's the sweat and then the blood. Yeah, yeah there you go man what are you guys eating over there you guys eating like subway and coke and stuff like that you, you guys go is there a mcdonald's across the street what are you guys eating there are, there are uh, yeah there's a surprising amount uh i'll probably say something off the air uh, you know after the interview that that will be will be very funny but uh no, there's a lot of American restaurants. There's a Five Guys here and stuff. Uh, I mean, obviously, I can't eat any of that stuff. Sure, so, not yet. I mean, not so yet. far, yeah. Uh, well, they got us leaving Sunday morning, so I won't get the chance, <laughs> even if I wanted to. You know, I'd be <laughs> sick on that plane. But uh, no, we we just ate hotel food. Uh, it's just like fish and you know, no normal stuff. But yeah, there is a bunch of like American restaurants here, which I think is is quite mm. funny. But um, yeah, I mean, the food here has been good. You know, I mean, it's expensive to my Florida mind, but you know how it is, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the cost of traveling, but, uh, yeah, no, the, I mean, what have we been eating? Shit. We had like some, some Asian food earlier. That was pretty good. It was like some fusion. Yeah. Grilled duck. Yeah. Yeah. I got, got no rice, you know, I'm, cause I'm cutting yeah. that out cause we got weigh-ins on Friday, yep. but, uh, yeah, no, it's nothing, nothing super out of the ordinary. Very cool, man. Chris Mixon, uh, any kind of like last words or shout outs? Uh, you know, you did mention Florida, like uh, anyone from Pete White Boxing, Orlando, all this stuff. Uh, this it's it's what a what a wild ride. Like you said, you're still so young in the game, but I feel like you're you're mature. Uh, you're you're a lot more mature, uh, 23 year old than I was at that time. I was, you know, I was I was going to movies at midnight and just uh, watching TV and eating popcorn. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, it's uh, if uh, if you don't got wind in your sail, no wind's a good wind. You know, and I know where I want to be, so. So I got that good win behind me. I got, I got, you know, Pete White boxing, you know, John Radford, Pete, uh, the whole everybody back at the gym. I'll be all here tonight uh, talking about that. You know, uh, my dad, my sister, my brother. You know, I want to say my sister again because she's the one who's kind of facilitating me being able to go out and travel to to, to Denver, and uh, and give me the opportunity to train with those guys, the fellows over at Elevation. You know, like it's 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 an endless list. It's an yeah. endless list. 
There you go, guys. Chris Mixon. Shout Mixon's out Fight fighting. Bananas. What are you talking about? Shout out hey. Fight Bananas, bro. Since day one, bro. Talking back alleys, you know? They told him each ocean that we got we weren't in the ocean center. We're at the ballroom next door. We're not <laughs> in the ocean center. The OLE. It was rough, you know. <laughs> I, I remember giving this guy a $100 bill after a, a first or second pro win, a knockout. It was insane. You go no, on top of the Amy, cage. Bro. It was Amy. It was Amy. Fourth oh, Amy. was it? You Fourth can't Amy. say that. We'll get arrested. Hey, you know, I can't. No, it wasn't Amy. It wasn't. You weren't the promotion, bro. It was just a little something on the side, yeah. you know. Something yeah, yeah. I gave him a cheeseburger that night with extra just, cheese, just you know. Wet, <laughs> just wet my beak a little bit, you know. <laughs> Make sure you're still hungry. Love it, Matt. Hey, best of skill to you. Uh, no luck needed. Uh, you know, just go in there, get the work, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you on the back end, man. Uh, good skill, and um, we'll talk to you soon, brother.